Hello all, welcome to eLogan Whiteboard Friday. So today we are going to discuss about uh, due diligence of legal agreements and contracts. So what exactly uh, encompasses legal agreements and contracts? Uh, essentially in a broad nutshell it can be uh, said that there, are, uh, there could be uh, various agreements with each of the stakeholders in the company. This, this, uh, the major stakeholders of the company are A, uh, the shareholders and the investors, uh, B, the founders, uh, then C, the uh, banks and uh, loans and stuff if you have any uh, contacts with bank, uh, any transactions happening with any of these uh, financial institutions. Then fourth is your suppliers and the customers and uh, fifth are your employees and the contractors and freelancers. So basically, uh, there are several agreements that would happen. Like for example, uh, let's take uh, stake, uh, stakeholder by stakeholder. So uh, in the first, like with the investors and the founders, there would be a founders agreement uh, with the founders, and then there could be uh, also an arrangement co which is called like a co-founders agreement uh, between the founders, and then. With the investors, there would be shareholders agreement and share subscription agreements and uh, even there could be any other arrangements between the investor and the company. The uh, third would be basically with uh, banks in case if you have opted for any term loans or anything then there would be loan agreements that, uh, that would be there and uh, then the fourth with the suppliers and the customers would be essentially all your uh, service agreements or uh, contract for supply agreements or with the customer it would be like your uh, sale of service agreements and uh, the fourth would be uh, the fifth would be the employees and these are these form the most critical so in any due diligence they would see what kind of arrangement do you have with your key employees hey, uh, in whatever uh, age of AI we are, uh, ultimately it depends on the, every company depends on the key employees. So, uh, as a when a due diligence happens, so uh, the team would be more interested in knowing whether they what are the arrangements with the key employees, and there would be key employee agreements that would uh, help them assert them whether uh, there are any arrangements which would uh, retain them for a longer period of time, or are there any gaps in that and stuff. And then uh, with employees, regular employees, we would have all the offer letters and employment agreements with them and intellectual property uh, uh, at NDAs and also invention, uh, uh, contract on invention basically. So these are the critical uh, documents that every due diligence uh, uh, team would require to check if there are any legal or contract uh, uh, issues and uh, one one would be uh, also the last one would be the uh, contracts with the advisors mentors and stuff so uh, in lot of cases when the startups it's it's very common to have advisors on board and there would be some contracts with them so it is very uh, important for investor to know if there are any terms in these agreements which wherein we have found certain uh, let's say certain uh, percentage of shares or something in return for this service so it would also in, um, have an impact on their decision making. So these these are the kind of agreements that uh, normally uh, the due diligence team asks for their verification. Now, what is the importance? Uh, and needless to say, it's of paramount importance because 
if there are any clauses in these agreements which can actually hamper the growth of the company uh, you know which can have impact on the company for example uh, let's say a vendor agreement with uh, one of the uh, sorry a customer agreement with uh, one of the top customers could have a condition that if there is any change on the shareholding uh, you have to inform them prior before you know go, going a shareholding change uh, it could be because of various reasons like they might not want a shareholder who is their competitor to be on board so uh, such things can always hamper your uh, due diligence process and also in extreme cases it can also be uh, it would require prior approvals from them to go ahead with such uh, investment process so uh, so it is of paramount importance that you know legal documents are clean and you uh, as a founder you will have to always ensure that we do not sign any agreement in his jiffy and not see what are the clauses written in it and uh, this is a common practice. We do not see a lot of times we say these are standard agreements. We are dealing with uh, a big vendor, let's say Google. We cannot negotiate our terms with them. They have a standard policy. While it may be true to an extent, but if there are certain clauses which would actually, you think, you know, uh, would hamper your uh, company's growth and stuff, then you always have uh, room for negotiation. There's no uh, way that you know one can impose all the terms and conditions on you so uh, hence it's it's very important and this is the entire scope of the uh, due diligence of legal uh, documents and uh, contracts so the third uh, the fourth thing would be like what what are the key requirements as i have already mentioned uh, uh, basically all the legal documents that you have the contracts the uh, offer letters and uh, any kinds of arrangement whether written oral or uh, even if it's on an email it need not be only in black and white even if it's on email it's, it's still counted as an arrangement so all these documents would be uh, would have to be given to your uh, uh, to, to the due diligence team for them to uh, carry out their work and another important thing to note would be uh, all these agreements would be required right from inception till date. So, uh, in our experience, we've noticed, uh, for example, let's say you have not uh, renewed your rent agreement, but you continue to enjoy the uh, premises. So, uh, this is quite common that you know after a year you do not renew your agreement and uh, you still continue to use the premises. So that. Uh, in due diligence, it comes up as a point and again it uh, uh, affects the speed of the process. So it is always advisable though some things go without saying and there could be an arrangement between you and the vendor or between you and uh, different people but it's always advisable that it should be on a, uh, on a contract to be clear. And the last thing is uh, the tips. So what are the tips? Like the one tip is as I already said, uh, just ensure there's everything on the contract and uh, try to have all the contracts in place even if you have a let's say a customer who with whom your business would be only probably few thousands but just ensure you have a customer because uh, you have an agreement with them because it adds value to your company saying that okay we have such a uh, customer base and also with the employees it's uh, it's of utmost importance that you have an nda signed with them also an uh, uh, agreement on the inventions like uh, all the inventions done by him during the time he is employed with the company would be 
uh, you know with the ownership of the company only this this is also of utmost important and uh, the third thing would be also to have an agreement with the founders and the key employees to ensure that we retain them at least for a period of time uh, where company is uh, out of its uh, you know initial stages so that the product is there and uh, at least during those time you have the key employees uh, in the office in the company at least so you have to ensure uh, there are agreements in place to control that and uh, the second tip would be to maintain a complete log of the contracts that a company enters into again this is not a common practice uh, with startups and they tend to just sign an agreement and some agreements are in email some agreements are in dropbox some agreements are in hard copy and what happens is whenever any regulatory authorities or for even we have due diligence when anyone asks for these agreements there's no one set a uh, one folder where all the documents are readily available or one log which would say okay these are the, all the agreements that uh, have been entered into by the company what happens is if you tend to lose out certain agreements and it may have a plus which might have uh, affect your transaction and if you miss out sharing that with the team it would uh, one is it would obviously amount to not uh, not disclosing material information second it could also hamper the future of the company so it is always advisable to maintain a log it might consume a bit of time but it's always a good practice so thank you guys uh, that's all for today if you have any questions drop us uh, your queries on hello at elevan.com and do check out our website for open source service